Tonight's episode is brought to you by the Be Real Podcast Network. For more episodes like this, go to breelnetwork.com. Enjoy the show. back for your distraction this is scotty mo scotty mo scotty mo that's gonna be my dj name now i'm gonna keep it going scotty mo for wkpn scotty mo all reggae all day adam you need a fun name you you gotta come up i gave you scotty okay. mo you gotta scotty come up. mo and you gotta adam, think of one I'll think of one think i'll of work one. on it that was a neat little new little intro there. It is. You want to talk is. about that a little bit? Yeah, uh, it's officially happened. It's happened. We, we be- said we had big news coming. <laughs> we had big plans coming, and it took a while, but they have they have grown to fruition. Okay, the flower has bloomed. The Be Real Network has happened. Be Real Network. B-R-E-E-L Network.com. That's where we're at right now. Our friends over at the Movie Guys podcast. I love that podcast. Yeah, the they're great. Um, one of my buddies uh, is one of the hosts there, and I've been in. I've been talking to one of the uh, hosts for that podcast for a little while now, getting things going, and uh, it's finally happened. The site is up and running. We are a part of the Be Real Network right now. Us, along with about four other podcasts, one of them being the Movie Guys podcast themselves, and it's great. Like it's fantastic. Like. We talk about all the time about the uh, Potter family, for example. The Potter family is a Twitter, great, great Twitter group. Uh, if you want to, if you're a podcast, the problem that we found with Potter family was you're one voice in like a hundred thousand. There's a lot of podcasts. Yes, in the it, Potter family, it's yeah. really hard to be unique in there. But that's not the case with the the uh, B Real Network. We're one voice in like five right now, and we're looking to grow, obviously. We're not going to be the only podcast, but essentially what the B Real Network is, a podcasting group run by podcasters themselves. That's kind of what they market it as a little bit. So everybody has a voice in the network, and it's really great. One of the other podcasts is a video game podcast. They, they play a game, they talk about a game they played, and things they're interested in, stuff like that. Um, I think it's really great, though. I, I'm a I'm a big fan so far. It's only been up for a little over a week, I'd say. Yeah, something like and that. And I've been dabbling. I've listened to a few of the other podcasts on there. There's some good stuff on there. There is. I definitely definitely recommend anybody listening to go ahead and check out the Be Real Network. <clears throat> now, I from what I understand, and I could be mistaken about some of the other stuff that's going to be going on, but the B-Roll Network should be up on iTunes right now. And the B-Roll Network, whenever they upload our episodes, should have our episodes along with everybody else's on iTunes right now. It doesn't mean we're going to stop uploading to SoundCloud. It doesn't mean, oh, i got to go subscribe somewhere else. Oh, great. And to hear these guys, i got to... No, we're going to keep subscribing. We're going to keep uploading to SoundCloud. You don't have to worry about that. But if you'd like to support the B-Roll Network, you can head over there. Maybe find them on iTunes. Uh... If they're up there, I actually have to check and see if they're even up on iTunes right now. They should be. Um, let's support them. Go over there. Head over to the uh, website. Check them out. If you know you want to support us and help support some other great podcasters. The website's great. It, was it is. actually really user-friendly. I was able to navigate it pretty well. I, I don't know much about creating websites. I don't know if you do, Adam. It's but... apparently like really simple with other uh, sites like... Uh, I can't remember GoDaddy? There's there are similar other sites uh, than that. I can't. I just know GoDaddy because it always has Danica Patrick and her boobs hanging out. Right. Yeah. I always you always always say go to GoDaddy.com to see Danica Patrick's tits. (laughs) I'm like, okay, I'll do that. Of course, they never show them. There are other sites out there like Squarespace.com, for example. Mm -hmm. You hear about that a lot of podcasters advertise for that because they support a lot of podcasters and they make website. Apparently, they make website creating. 
simple. I've never used it before. Uh, I don't have time to make a website right now. Hopefully in the future, for Distraction will get their own website. But right now, you got to kind of stick with the Be Real Network and SoundCloud. Will we show us. boobs on our website? We can show whatever we want on our okay, website. Okay, cool. Yeah, cool. cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's awesome news. I know uh, the Be Real Network is still in its infancy, so we got... They have a they have a main kind of I guess you would say logo picture they have set up there. It's this uh, dude wearing uh, headphones. It's it's just a head wearing headphones, that sunglasses. Uh, yours truly gave that you to them. You point to yourself, yeah, buddy. Uh, that's actually the I didn't. I'm not graphic designer in any way, shape, or form, but the image itself was an image I bought a little over a year, like a year and a half ago when we were first. I was first. Uh, doing the po- our podcast, and it was one of those images I was playing around with, seeing if I can edit it in a way that I could use it, but I decided not to go with it, and I made that for them. I was like, use this, you know, that's good, and they loved it, and they decided to use that, so Very cool. that's my work right Very there. Good work, good work, kiddo. Yeah. Give you the pinky point. I, li- I like your work, son. <laughs> All right, well, we'll get to more of that, but let's introduce the beer of the show. Beer of the show. I have a very special beer of the show. That we're going to talk good. about today. It smells good. So, a good friend of mine, Pat Lackey, P. Lack, I've talked about him on the show before. He does the YGAVS blog where he blogs about the Pittsburgh Pirates. Good friend of mine. He just recently moved back home. He was living in the Carolinas. So, I've been hanging out with him a lot lately. He's also a uh, professor, he has his PhD in, I think it's organic chemistry. So, he's a chemist. Brag about it, why don't you? He, he, well, this is this is why I'm bragging about it because <laughs> he got into home brewing a while back, making his own beer. And the way he explained it to me was, you know, I'm a chemist, so I know how to mix things and he's how gonna, he's gonna Walter White his shit. Is that what he's gonna Pretty do? Much, is yeah. he gonna Walter White himself some he money? Is that what he's gonna he do? He Walter Whited his his way into this this beer we're gonna drink. So we're drinking a home brew right now, and I've had it before, but. It's been a couple years. Um, I loved it, so I'm really excited to drink this again. He told me, though, when you're home brewing, if you do one tiny little thing different, it could change the entire flavor of the beer. So it might not taste like I remember, but if it tastes similar to the the one I've had before, it's excellent. So it's called The Grizz. He (laughs) named it The Grizz because it was made for his brother's wedding. His brother's name is Greg, and... His wife is Liz, so Greg and Liz Grizz. So that's, that's clever. It, it got named the Grizz. It is a sweet potato ale with brown sugar and maple syrup. Now, normally, I don't. I'm not a big sweet potato eater. I'm not. I don't. I don't like sweet potato. Everybody always raves about sweet potatoes. Oh, the sweet potatoes, sweet potatoes. I'm not a big fan of the sweet potatoes myself. Personally. I enjoy them. I can eat them. I, I. It's not like I find them disgusting, but I don't rave about it like some people. Like Thanksgiving dinner, hey, no sweet potatoes over you know. Stuff like that. So, so let's let's take take a taste of the beer. Absolutely. What do you think? You said you like the smell. Of it. I do you like, like the, the aroma. Smell. I I think it's one of the most uniquest. Is not a word, but that's the word I'm going to make up. Uniquest. Uh, Webster, come call me. Okay, call me on the definition there. Uh, it's one of the most unique beers or smelling beers I think I've ever had. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure I haven't really smelled any beer like this. Uh, you took a taste from it. Why don't you tell me what you think of it while I take a little little okay. sip of it? I uh, I definitely taste the sweetness from the the brown sugar and the the maple syrup. Yeah. A hint of vanilla. I definitely taste the vanilla. There, it's definitely a full bodied, comparable to a pumpkin ale. Right now, it's it's autumn. It's the fall season. Everything is pumpkin spice. This pumpkin spice that. A lot of people hate that. I I love pumpkin spiced everything. So I've been drinking a lot of pumpkin beers lately. To me, sweet potato and pumpkin are very similar. They're almost like the same family. I feel that it tastes comparable to a pumpkin ale, and I love that. So that's probably why I like it so much. A little bit sweeter. But what do you think, Adam? Go, you um, want to rate it first? Uh, well, I agree with you okay. that it's it definitely feels like a fall beer. It is, it's getting yeah. chilly out. It's getting really cold out now. <clears throat> it definitely feels like a nice fall beer. It feels cozy. I guess would be the right word. I would I, I would like say it. whenever I when I'm I'm drinking it. I like it. Cozy. It feels like I should be drinking glass of this beer. You know, have a 
have a side lamp on, have a good book out or something like that, reading it kind of thing. You know, normally you say that with like hot chocolate or something like that, but that's kind of how it feels. I feel like I could do that with this kind of beer. It's very dark. It's a very dark looking beer with a light tint to it, I guess. It's definitely got a brown, but it's 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 a cloudy brown. Yeah, I guess not like if you look at like a Yingling, more it's more of like a clear brown. Yeah. Um, I definitely taste the sweetness. It's definitely a very, very sweet beer. I don't feel like it sits with me at the bottom of my stomach, though. Like, a lot of dark beers, a lot of sweet beers will sit with you a little bit, though. They taste good, but they kind of make it, your stomach ache a little bit, I guess you could say. I don't get that from this. Okay. I've never been a big fan of pumpkin-spiced anything. You say you're, oh, I love you it. love it. I eat that shit up. Never been a fan of it. Never have. Um, Having said that... I get white girl wasted off pumpkin-spiced... <laughs> No joke. <laughs> Having said that, I do enjoy this. Is I I'm enjoying this beer. I could definitely. I don't think I could knock back a six pack of this or something like that. But this is definitely one of those like, you know, I'm I'm relaxing at home. I'll have a, maybe one or two of these, you know, just to chill out kind of beers. So why don't you go ahead and rate it? You go first. Um, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a four. Okay, give it a solid four. It's like I said, it's very unique tasting. It's very unique smelling, and. It's a dark beer that doesn't sit with you at the bottom of your stomach. So it definitely has high points there. So I'm going to give it a solid four. Okay. You go, sir. Got some news. Doesn't taste the same? It does. It's excellent. Okay. Um, I think it tastes very close to what it was before. So I think it's awesome. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to piss some people <laughs> off right now. Because... It's finally here. The perfect beer. No I'm going to give this beer a five. And the reason I'm going to give it, it's so good. And I'm people, gonna, are gonna, people are going to call, call shit on you. It's just your friend. That's why you're that's doing it. That's not true. That's not true. I love this beer. But here's why people are really going to get pissed. Because it's a home brew. It's not a beer that they can like go out and get and find. So here I am giving it a perfect five score. People are like, son of a bitch. I can't even try this perfect beer. But I... <laughs> I, I dig it, man. I'm really into the autumn flavor. Uh, yeah, dude. I, it probably gets... I, I gotta be honest with you. It probably gets some bonus points because a very good friend of mine made it. And That's fair enough. It, it, it gets some bonus points. I love... I wish I could be a home brewer. I would love that. I don't know the first thing about making my own beer, so I'm not going to dabble in that, but I sure know how to drink it. I feel like I would like the idea of being a homebrewer more than actually doing it because I feel like it'd be a messy job. It's got to be messy. I once tried to make wine. Do tell. I once tried to make wine with a couple friends of mine. This is when I lived in Pittsburgh. I lived in Oakland Manor. It was there were several of us, and we just bought the kit and like the different ingredients to make the wine, and and it was. It was toward the end. I lived there for one whole year, and at the end of the year, I was moving out, and uh, we made it later on in the year. We put it in the big tubs, and I remember it had to sit there and ferment for some time. And uh, I remember thinking to myself, okay, we did all this work. I'm moving out, so I'm not going to be here when it's ready to drink. So I'm going to come back. A couple of my the friends who helped me with it, they stayed. So I'm like, hey, when this is ready, I'm going to come. We're going to drink this. So I remember it was going to be a couple months. So a couple months later, I, I contacted my friend. I'm like, hey, what's the status on our wine? How's it going? He's like, oh, dude. He's like, we drank that shit like weeks ago. <laughs> I'm like, dude, it was not ready. They're like, yeah, I know. It was horrible. <laughs> it was. It tasted so bad. It was nowhere near ready. I'm like, why the fuck did you drink it? He's like, we couldn't look at it anymore. <laughs> So I never got to taste any of the wine that I made, but apparently it sucked because we didn't wait long enough. You ever think about doing it again? No. No, it was awful. Uh, the process, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I'm not, I'm not a real big wino. How do you feel about wine? You know, I've never really been a big wino either, but lately I've been getting into wine. I've been getting into wine a little bit. I, I'm enjoying it. I don't know shit about wine, but so that creates a problem for me when I go to like the liquor store or something like that. I'm looking at wine. I'm like, I don't know what's good. I don't know what I'm looking for, but I'm starting to get into it. I, I, I enjoy I enjoy some wine every now and then. Well, I'm a beer guy. 
I'm a beer drinker through and through. So if I was going to put the legwork in, I'd I'd brew my own beer before I would make my own wine. But that's the way it is. But I'm going to give the Grizz, the Pelac Home Brew, a perfect five. It's my first perfect perfect five. five. Wow. Get the drum roll out. Jesus. I finally found it, the perfect beer. And everyone listening, you just have to take my word for it, but it's awesome. <laughs> Maybe eventually we'll get to the point where he can mass produce it. But. Does he ever? Have, does he have any intention of doing anything like that, or is it just kind of like a hobby? Like I just want it's to more be- of a hobby. I've talked okay. to him about that. I said, hey, why don't you uh, <laughs> brew this at a brewery or something? Be a guest brewer. And he just said, uh, to make it on a large scale would be a lot of work. And but. We're gonna get him on the show here eventually. He'd be a great guest. He, he sounds like I've met him. Yeah. I've met him once today. He's a cool guy. He's yeah. a real cool guy. Cool. <coughs> so yeah, thanks, Pilak, for your beer. Beer of the show, the Grizz. Mine's almost done. So yeah. So Adam, Scott, Halloween's coming up. Halloweeny. You going trick or treating? No. No. I'm too old for that. When's kind the of last stuff? time you went trick or treating? Um. And what did you dress up as? Do you remember? You know what? Halloween's never really been a big part of my life. Oh, in my really? Past. I love Halloween. I can only I can count on like one hand the amount of times I've gone trick or treating in my life. I think. No shit. I don't remember. Obviously, like when I was like two or three or four or something like that. I don't really remember. Maybe back then, but like my like eight or nine or ten, like I can remember then. I can only count on like one hand the amount of times I probably went trick or treating. Oh man! I've just I was. And it's not because I don't like candy. Like, I've always loved candy. Who the fuck doesn't like candy? Exactly. Um, it's more of the idea of when I was a child, I didn't want to be an outgoing individual and I didn't want to dress up or do anything that was out of the norm, even though dressing up for Halloween is very normal. It's very normal. It's very it's normal. It's the one time you get to dress exactly. up and be weird. Exactly. I still didn't never really want to do those kind of things. I was kind of I was kind of on my own. I was like, I don't even want to do that kind of stuff. Well, with the Comic-Con, you didn't even dress up. Well, you didn't dress up either. No, but yeah, it was I mean, kind of you... short notice, and I did wear a funny shirt. Yeah, and so shut people up. People took my picture of my shirt. Yeah, so I was sh- I felt really good about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. People in full out like anime costumes would come up to me, and be like, "Dude, can I get a picture of you with your shirt on?" For those of you listening, I wore a t shirt to the Pittsburgh Comic Con. It it was a it was a Mighty Boosh t shirt, the uh, British sketch comedy, the. It was an old Greg. It says, "You ever classic. drunk? You ever drunk Bailey's from a shoe?" A <laughs> classic. And it was a big hit. I was a big hit. I was, yeah, that was a good time. We got to go back. We yeah, we definitely have to. But no, I I've never been a big dresser. I've later on in my life, I'm kind of like as I'm getting older, and now that I can dress up again, like there's a period in time in between your when you're a kid and when you're adult where you can't really dress up. Can't yeah. really dress up because it's not cool. It's not the cool thing to do. People make fun of you for it. But now that you're an adult, you can dress up and you can go party at bars and stuff like that. Yeah, that's really cool. And I'm, I'm right now. I'm trying to actually think of like a last minute costume because once again I do the thing where it's like I forget Halloween's coming up and then it's like three weeks before and I'm like, shit, I don't have a costume idea. I gotta think of something last minute. So I'm trying to think of something. Trying to. You should be a clown. I should be a clown. A clown. That might not be safe anymore. Why not? Maybe not be safe because the epidemic of clowns, not just in the country, in the world. There's a clown epidemic? There's a clown epidemic. I think we all know the story. We all know the stories of all these clowns that are jumping out in front of people and scaring them. And it's not as simple as that either. It's not even as simple as that. Like these are clowns that are dressing up. Like you've seen the YouTube videos where people dress up as clowns, they stand there and people film that record them on their phones and either the people are in on it and they're recording they're doing like fake shit or it's real but it's that kind of clown thing where they're trying to scare people are you afraid of clowns i wouldn't say i'm afraid of clowns i do have a little bit of a fear of clowns not not really outright like terrified or anything but they're eerie i guess would be the term my sister jackie and my wife Kristen, they are both terrified of clowns clowns don't bother me i remember from the time i was little going to birthday parties with you know clowns doing magic tricks and making balloon animals and face painting and i loved that man i loved bobo you remember bobo the clown yeah i remember bobo the bobo clown. the clown was a was a famous clown <coughs> where we live like he did 
you were cool if you had Bobo at your birthday party. Like Bobo was the <laughs> shit. And uh I was never afraid of Bobo or Ronald McDonald, you see him at McDonald's. Like I was never afraid of clowns. You know what did it for me, probably? Pennywise. That's probably what did it for From me. From Stephen King's It. Yes, that's probably what did it for me. I think that movie is I think we talked about this when we did our scary movies and talked about Stephen King films. <laughs> I think that movie's very overrated. Shut I, up. Shut up. I really up. don't that, care for it. Look. Is it Tim Curry, by the way? The great Tim Curry. He is amazing. The great Tim Curry. He's the reason why I like Rocky Horror Picture Show. Bro, I just watched it recently. What a fantastic film. I gotta watch it. I gotta watch it soon. I haven't, I haven't seen it in a while. Oh. But he's the reason why I, I enjoy that show. Tim Curry is the best. Muppet Treasure Island? Come on. Uh, I might have seen that once we in my life. We got cabin fever. <laughs> man, you put the Muppets in anything. Put Tim Curry in anything, man. Yeah, I mean, in his early life, he's... Wasn't he's, he in the show Earth 2? Wasn't Tim Curry in Earth 2? I, sh- I don't know the show. It was from the early 90s. Yeah, no, we'll, have, we'll have to get down to the bottom of that. Okay, so I'm just looking it up on Internet Movie Database. Earth 2 was a television show from ran from 1994 to 1995. 21 episodes. Colonists crash land on an alien planet. They begin their long trek to their originally designated landing place, facing both human and alien threats. Clancy Brown was in it. We love some Clancy Brown. Shawshank Redemption, Starship Troopers, (laughs) Clancy Brown, Pet Cemetery 2, and Tim, uh, Tim Curry was in it. You sure? See him now. Or maybe I'm. I think you're mistaken. No, sir. Tim Curry was in it for five episodes. <laughs> yes, he was. Yes, he was. But uh, Clancy Brown was in it for all 21 episodes. <clears throat> but go check out Earth 2, man. Earth 2, I remember from a, as being a kid. Again, I mean, it was on 94, 95. But anyway, sorry. A little bit rambling there. Of course. It just, just happened to pop in there. Just popped in there. Earth 2. <laughs> Tim Curry, though. Tim Curry. Great actor. Back Great then. Guy. Not so much anymore. He's, he's sickly now. So. Is he really? He's, he, I'm pretty sure he's sickly. Like He's a sickly man these days. Is he sick? Does he have like an illness? Isn't he like, isn't he like confined to a wheelchair? Pretty sure he's like confined to a Is wheelchair. Is he really? I'm, I'm almost positive. He's, wow. that he's the one I'm thinking of. He's confined to a wheelchair. Um... Scott's gonna look it up real quick look it to up. make sure that uh, I'm actually right. He had a stroke or something. I he think. had a stroke. That's what I thought. Yeah. In 2013, he had a stroke at his home in Los Angeles, according to Wikipedia. Yeah. Um. So he's been like confined to a wheelchair to a certain extent. He's like he's still. As a result of the stroke, he now uses a wheelchair. Adam, yeah, look at you I go! Know, right? I did not know that. Yeah, I did not know that. That's that's unfortunate, but yeah, that's he's 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 confined to a wheelchair these days. But I think it's yeah, Stephen King's it. I think it was Pennywise that he was. He's not really that scary, really. He's not really that scary. But for somebody as young as I was when I first saw the movie, I think that's what might have kind of hit. Not like I said, not a death-defying fear of clowns, but like. Just, just a little uneasiness about them, I guess. But there's been an epidemic, Scott. What do you know about the epidemic? Well, I've heard, you know, on the media, on major media, they report that there are people that are dressing up as creepy, scary clowns, and they are just wandering neighborhoods and towns, and sometimes they're holding weapons, like bats and knives and guns and... <laughs> I've heard other stories where they like are trying to lure young children into the woods or into a vehicle, but I haven't seen any clowns. They're in the they're in the area. They're in the area where we live here in Western Pennsylvania, Eastern Ohio. I work in um I work in New Wilmington at a college, right? And I was uh, cleaning something one day, and one of the one of the students was there, and he asked me, "Is like, so what do you know about this clown stuff that's going on?" I was like. At the time, I was like, I didn't know that much. I was like, I don't really know all that much about it. I know there's a bunch of people walking around, clowns trying to scare people. I was like, yeah, I saw some of them walking down the street one day, like in New Wilmington. Really? Really. And I was like, yeah, I'd stay away from them, I guess. Like, as far, I don't know too much about them at the time. But now that I know more about them, I'm like, fucking stay away from those guys. Because some of them are just out to scare you. 
Others are using it as an excuse to mask themselves so they can actually do some shit. Like, what has been done, though? That's um, my question. Well, like, Has there been anyone hurt or any kids abducted? Or I feel like I would have heard if the clown epidemic actually led to something illegal. I mean, is it illegal to be just a creepy freaking clown walking down the road? All right, well, we got one right here. The, I have this, USA Today put out this, a uh, few weeks ago, put out this uh, article just kind of documenting some of the stuff that are happening in different states. In North Carolina, for example, on September 4th, children were talking about and reporting to police that there was a man dressed as a clown standing in the woods trying to beckon them to come over, luring them into the story. woods. And they're trying to get them to come into the woods and stuff. And I guess a few days later, there was an anonymous phone call saying that there was a, there was a creepy clown standing outside of an elementary school. So it's it's things like that. It's it's creepy, creepy things like that. There is an actual crime though that I actually saw. I looked it up today whenever I because I knew we were going to talk about this, and takes place in Reading. Is it Reading or Reading, PA? Reading. Reading. Okay, Reading. That's what I thought. The Reading uh, Railroad, a monopoly. That's that. I okay. pronounce it Reading Railroads. So. Oh, you do? Oh, well, it's Reading. Railroad. I have the Reading Railroads. So. Reading Rainbow. <laughs> But there, I guess, in there, and I can't remember the date of this article. Um, it couldn't be that long. I mean, no, the clown no. epidemic is relatively new. But I guess police are looking for a guy dressed in uh, this person who put on a clown mask and stabbed a 16-year-old in Reading, PA. Oh, on, so there has been. There has been. And <clears throat> uh, apparently what they said was a report uh, showed up that a fight broke out. Uh, between this guy, this kid, and this dude wearing a clown mask, and apparently when they showed up, they saw the kid laying on the front porch bleeding, and he died. He's dead. He's he he's, died. He's dead. He's dead. Yeah, and he was a 16-year-old 10th grader that went to the local high school. <clears throat> so there's been some serious shit like going on. Yeah, I feel like with American culture, it seems like everybody has carries guns anymore. Somebody's going to be playing this joke and dress up as a creepy clown. They're liable to get a cat popped in their ass. Oh, yeah, they so are. They're liable to get shot and killed. Even even gun nuts. Even McDonald's is responding to it. They've they basically eliminated their Ronald McDonald. Ronald McDonald was told to lay low. Yeah, he's he better lay low. <laughs> <laughs> they told us to stay down. He's like yeah. like you stay down. We they said they want to respect the you know, what's going on and everything. They want to respect uh, the idea that the, he could get out and scare children. Let's be honest. Somebody's going to shoot Ronald McDonald. Yeah. Somebody's ready to shoot that dude. There's been another rise in the clown epidemic, though, because of all these things that are going on. I saw this article today, too. It's, it's, it just shows you the debauchery of the human race. Um, ever since all these clown sightings have been happening, there's been a rise and searches on the internet for clown porn. Clown porn? Clown porn. Oh, no. All right. Porn sites such as X Hamster said that searches for clown porn. X Hamster. That's one of the, that's one of the, apparently one of the uh, porn sites out there. You seem so, like you didn't even, like, you know all about it, right? Adam? Look, it has the word X, okay? If anything has the word X in front of it or around it, you can probably make a good guess that that's a porn site. So. It said that searches Professor for clown Xavier's porn. Forgive the children. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Okay. I'm sure there's. I'm sure there's a video out there somewhere with something like that. Come on, you yeah. saw it. They, they would like uh, the kids sleep in the same room. They always had like the guys and girls in the same room together. They were like teenagers. You know they were getting their. Mutant. Oh yeah, they're they going through going through puberty. Zone. Hell yeah. Please believe. They're trying to get their dick wet. Come there. on, just because they're mutants, they're trying to get some too. <laughs> Hell yeah. Okay. Anyway, they said that searches for clown porn has ridden 50% since this has happened. 50, 50% percent, huh? Yeah, 50%. It's it's risen. Like it's it's nutty. There's even escort <clears throat> services that have reported that there are people that call up an escort service, you know, you you, you want something to go so on the obviously. John, the John calls up. Yeah. They want a hooker clown. Yeah, they, well they request they either have two one of two requests. They either request that the woman come dressed up as a clown or they can come dressed as a clown. In both cases they're told no, that's not going to happen. Do you think Suicide Squad had something to do with this? <clears throat> think about 
uh, how sexualized uh, Margot Robbie was yeah. in Suicide Squad. She's freaking gorgeous. Absolutely. And uh, playing Harley Quinn, she's kind of clownish, I suppose. <laughs> A little bit. Not quite as much as the Joker, but definitely she's got the makeup and the outrageous attire. I can see that. I can see that turning people on to be like, oh, I just want to see the side squad. I want to jerk off to some clowns and go into X hamster and you find could, me some. You could say that, but then again, at the same time, if you're going to request something from an escort service, you would request dress up as Harley Quinn from Suicide Squad as opposed to dressing up like a clown. You know, like there's a difference between, you know, big red nose and floppy shoes versus the the, the scantily clad clothes that Ro- Margot Robbie is wearing in that movie. So listen, you be Margot Robbie from Suicide Squad. I'll be Robin Williams from Patch Adams. And we'll just go. We'll just go at it. Ooga. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't have that sound bite queued up. No, we don't. Okay, so, so oh, clowns! But yeah, we need we need Batman. We need him to combat the clown epidemic. If only we had Batman. Do we have Batman? We do. We do. Batman's here. Batman's you gave, you gave me a look. You gave me a look like you're wrong, sir. You Batman's see, here. I saw a a video on YouTube, and it was it was Bruce Wayne as as the bat. He was doing he was doing the Batman voice <laughs> to all you clowns out there. The the dark night is coming for you. I have experience fighting clowns. Oh, I can't do my Batman voice for very long, it hurts my throat. But uh basically he's he, he said, you know, you're scaring the children. You're giving kids nightmares. This right. is not cool. So the Batman is now coming for these clowns. So they're in trouble. So Batman's here to save the day. Yeah, as always. Batman, Batman, Batman. So we'll see what happens with these clowns. Yeah, it's it's nutty out there, and it's not like we said. It's not even just in this country. It's around there. There's been reports in like the UK, and I think like France and stuff like that. Like all different places. <coughs> Uh, has uh, clown sightings and reporting all that stuff. So that's the perfect pour. Yes, sir. Scott just poured a beer, and he should be a professional at it. I don't it. play games. No games. Scott. Yes, sir. Watch any good movies lately? You know, I've been watching television shows. Uh, I was just gonna ask you actually if you've seen any good films. Um, every time we get together, we always gotta talk about it. Have you watched anything lately? What you been watching lately? I've been watching my television shows. I think I talked about it last episode. I've been watching American Horror Story. I've been watching <coughs> Designated Survivor. Uh, watching the new season of South Park. You like really? South Park? I haven't watched South Park in a long time. Every now and then I'll catch an episode. But it's been so long since I've really been into South Park that every time I watch an episode, it's always an episode I've never seen. So hmm. I used to love love south park i still enjoy it but i used to love it so much i've been watching the new season it's kind of different it's uh the old the old way they did it was each episode could like stand on its own it was a start and a finish yeah this season's been kind of like a big continuation like each episode leads into the next one well the way they used to do their stories were and i've heard the creators talk about it before they used to do the stories where think about something when you're from your childhood that was really annoying and then we'll expand on that stuff so like for example the remember the gay dog from like season one yeah. um it's like remember whenever your dog used to run away and you have to go look for him how much a pain in the ass that was and then they would take that concept and then they would expand from there it's like okay now the dog is gay and now we've got big gay owl now all this other stuff and that used to be the kind of thing they used to do now they do like topical humor like they do whatever's current in the news. Yeah, that's that's kind of what they do, and I think I've liked it more since they went to, you know, taking down pop culture basically. Yeah, you know, celebrities and just whatever's going on in the news, they tackle those topics. I I, I enjoy it more when they do that, but uh, this season's been funny. It's 
I think South Park's entertaining. I'm hard pressed to find a South Park episode I really don't find funny. Yeah. Like it seems like they just whatever they do, it's it's always really funny. You know, if they do it the same way they were talking about before, they make those episodes like that week. They do. Like they, they do, do them at the last minute because they try to stay current with whatever is like in the news yeah. and what's going on. It's it's a bitch. I wouldn't I don't envy them. Yeah. They're, they're working their ass off the entire week until the the episode airs, and then they have to turn around and get ready to start working on the next one. Like, it's tough. It's tough to do. So, so how's American Horror Story? I know you said you wanted to get back into that. Yeah, I actually talked about it last time, and I said that it was going to be the final season. I just found out that it did get renewed for one more season after this. For so, Yeah. So who knows? I guess this the current season that's on is really popular, so the ratings are up, so they're going to keep it going. Well, it's a lot. They. They said it was the last season, so of course it's going to be popular. Now they're bringing watch it, it. And they're doing it again. Yeah, next so. season going to be horrible because people are going to be like, "Oh, they're just going to bring keep bringing it back." I don't want to watch it. It's like Jay Z when he says he's going to retire every year. He's um, not going to retire. He retires, Jay Z, until he comes back like Jordan. We're in the four or five. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, has it been good, bad, weird, weird? But that's kind of their mo. Yeah, that's, that's their kind, thing. It's just just weird. It's real different. Um, <clears throat> keeping up with it, keep keep watching it. The last episode was strange. I it pretty much ended. It pretty much resolved everything, and it's not it's not the end of the season though. Really? So I don't know. Yeah, I'm That's like weird. confused. I'm like, okay, so you could end right now. Yeah, but there's still gonna be a couple more weeks. So did I ever tell you I finished Stranger Things? Oh, I Did ever tell you I finished things. that? I remember we talked about it one episode, and I said yeah. I was I kind of watched the first couple episodes, and it was really good, but I didn't talk about it. like I finally finished Stranger Things like That's a, a long show. time ago. That's a show I can't wait to come. Really back. fucking good. I had said like I don't understand how they're gonna continue it like based on the story, and then I saw the end. I was like, oh okay, here we go, here we go with this shit. Yeah, there's more coming. More coming. Um, Those kids were fantastic actors. They were. They were great. Like, absolutely great. They kind of remind me of the Little Rascals a little bit. Just a little bit. I, I've i seen them doing their, their tours of the late night shows. Like, the core cast of those kids. And they're awesome. They're so cool. I would. I, I wish I was that cool when I was that age. Right? Well, I mean, they're kind of nerdy a little bit. They're kind of nerdy. And today, being a nerd is kind of cool these days. Yeah. Like, when we, when, I, when we were growing up. At least when I was growing up, I'm assuming it was the same with you. Yeah, if you were the nerd, if you were the nerdy guy, you weren't cool. You when I was nerdy you tried back to hide then, it. and it was it wasn't cool. I'd have been freaking knee deep in pussy if I was around today. <laughs> like, baby, you want to talk about Star Trek: The Next Generation? She'd well, be listen, like, oh, like, I'm so wet. Tell like, me more about Captain Picard. <laughs> girls are gamers now. Like, when if I was a if. I was I as a kid now I was a gamer like holy shit like the woman that plays Supergirl like she's a, she's a good looking girl she they uh were talking about one time out what in between shots she'll play on her DS she'll play fucking Nintendo and shit like that and I'm like where the fuck were these girls when I was growing up like seriously I don't I I was playing Nintendo all the time I was playing video I was playing Donkey Kong and shit like that like I was I was doing all that shit like where were these girls then. Generations, man, the millennials. I know, right? It's pissing me off. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, I've been watching Luke Cage. Luke Cage, okay. Luke Cage. I started watching that a little bit. Um, about five or six episodes, maybe in the season, something like that. Maybe a little more. Pretty good. Pretty fucking now, good. Now I started watching Jessica Jones, and I didn't finish it. I was probably a little more than halfway through. I got kind of. It was one of those times where you get burned out on something. I wasn't able to power straight through it. So I took a break. I think eventually I'll revisit it and finish it. But is that something I you need to watch Jessica Jones first to start Luke Cage? So far, no. So did you far, watch Jessica Jones? I did. I did. Okay. I, I watched. They introduced Luke Cage in that they, series. They do, and if you want to know kind of a little bit about his powers, maybe like if you don't know anything about Luke Cage, maybe. But I mean, you don't really need to watch Jessica Jones. They make certain little references to things that happened before. Um, the only recurring character I've seen in Luke Cage is a recurring character. Doctor this... Who? No. Because he was in, uh, 
what's his name? David Tennant. Yeah, he was in fucking cool. Love he was. Him. He's a cool fucking villain. cool dude. The Purple Man. Oh my god, I was so happy when it was David Tennant. I was like, this, yeah. this dude is so. He did it I, so well too. I feel like he'd be cool to hang out with. I think he'd be cool to have a beer with. He would be. He's he's one of those kind of guys. I think so. Yeah. He's a really good actor. I, I really enjoy a lot of the stuff he does. I, I watch Broadchurch sometimes, and he's he's pretty good in that too. Um, but no, Luke Cage. You don't really need to watch. You, to be honest, with you, you only really need to watch Daredevil to watch Luke Cage either, because Daredevil is one that started it all. Um, like I was saying, the only recurring character that occurs in that series seems to be like a recurring character that goes through every single series, and that's Rosario Dawson's character. She's a nurse that is first introduced in the first season of Daredevil, and she seems to come back in every single one of these series for a couple episodes, you know, helping out the hero and stuff. That seems to be the only thing, like, you might be confused. Like, when I first saw Rosario Dawson, I was like, that's fucking Rosario Dawson. Yeah, it's fucking love awesome. Yeah, she, she's she's great. a great actor, and she's I love great. her I love her character, too. So that, you might not get excited about that, but everything else, like, no, you don't really need to know. How great is she in Clerks, too, by the way? <clears throat> she's a fucking amazing. Like, she's so, she's like Girl Next Door that's, like, really awesome. I was crushing hard on her in Clerks, too. Hell yeah. She was just so cool. Like, really down to earth and, like, mm-hmm. not, I don't like, um, what's the term for it? <clears throat> the kind of girls that are, uh, uh. Oh, yeah, thems. I can't think of the fucking term for it. Adam, Shit. you like all girls. <laughs> I, what I, well, what I'm saying is the, um, needy girls that, like, always, like, wealthy, like, clean, rich stuff and everything. Gold diggers. No, it's the, uh, fuck, I can't remember. Anyway. She's not that. She's like down to earth. Like you can have a beer with her. You know, she doesn't really care about like she. She's like always into hanging out. Like if you want to stay home, if you want to go out to the bar or some shit like that. Like she's that kind of girl. And that's that's what's cool about her. Cool. Cool man. Luke Cage is good. Luke Cage is a really good show so far. <clears throat> really, um, really all about race relations in that show because Luke Cage, he's black. And Black Lives Matter. And he the show <laughs> takes place in Harlem. And it's a lot All world. Yeah, boy. Um and it's a it's a lot about relate race relations and proud black people and things like that. And I get it. That's not what I that's not what I get into for the show, but I understand it. It's it's cool, it's fine. Um the show itself is really good though. The show it's it's written very well and I'm can't wait to see how the story ends for Luke Cage, at least in this season. So I strongly recommend you watch Luke Cage. If you, you I understand why you might not like Jessica Jones. It's a little slow to start sometimes, but like it's not very action oriented the way like Daredevil was. And even Luke Cage is pretty action oriented too. So maybe it's a little sexist because she's a woman and they were like, no, action for the woman. No, I actually like her as a character a lot. That's that's really not. Right. I, I like the show. I just, I I needed a break. I needed a break. I couldn't. No, I, I get couldn't it. power through it. I, it you really got to be a special show for me to, like Stranger Things. I couldn't put it down. I got through Stranger Things in less than a week, probably four days. I watched every episode of Stranger Things. Um, the newest episode of the newest season of House of Cards. When it got released, I was done with it in three days. I just you just binge watch it. You get sucked into it. Jessica Jones didn't do that for me. I enjoy it. I'm watching it, but it's not one that I'm like, oh, I'm what? what whoa! It's four thirty in the morning. What the hell? Like I'm still watching the show. Yeah, no, it doesn't happen to me. You got to be a real special show for me to just lose track of time. No, I get it. I I understand. I I got shows like that too. What about movies? I watched two movies recently. You watched two films. One of them I'm really interested in talking with you about. The other one, I'm going to kind of glaze over a little bit. Just glaze over a little bit. The first one is Warcraft. I watched that okay. movie. I haven't seen it. <coughs> I, um, I know, but I saw the trailers for it. And... It's a good rental watch. Don't buy it, though. Okay. Um, it's one of those movies, if you don't know about it, it's based on the Warcraft games. The World of Warcraft? <coughs> well... Warcraft itself, but yeah, World of Warcraft too. What's the difference? Warcraft came out before World of Warcraft. It was a strategy game. That's all. That's what it was. It was like a top-down strategy type game that had more story elements. World of Warcraft is an 
what they call MMORPG, which is... Say that, say that slower. M-M-O-R-P-G. RPG. Yes. Role-playing games. RPG. Yes, is what it is. MMO stands for... Massively Multiplayer Online. Okay. So it's like basically huge online world that you can play with other people. That's basically what it is. A giant cluster jerk. Kind full of. Full of orcs and demons and monsters. Elves and, and things like okay. that. Dwarves right. and all that stuff. That's what it is. But it's one of those movies... You can enjoy it, but you're not going to jerk off to it if you don't know the universe itself. Like me, I was never a big Warcraft player, and I played a little bit of World of Warcraft, but I don't know the characters, and they have a lot of, all of, pretty much all the characters are people that were in the games, and you know their names, and you're like, oh, that's, that's that fucking dude I remember, you know, in the game and shit like that, that kind of thing. It's enjoyable, but not memorable. I guess would be the term for it. Is it going to be a franchise? Are they going to make sequels? I see them making sequels just because I see it doing well because a lot of the gamers that were into that world will really enjoy it and will want them to make more. Was it an entire CG movie? Or were there actual actors? No, there were actual actors. Um, The orcs were pretty much CG because they're not like the orcs from Lord of the Rings. They look different and they act different. Was orc a thing before... Token put them in Lord of the Rings. I feel like he coined them. I think he might have coined them. I feel like people rip I don't him know. off now. I don't know. Because, like, I, th- I feel like, like, goblins and dwarves and th- those were things already. Yeah. But I feel like work wasn't a thing until Lord of the Rings. I'm not entirely sure. I don't really know. But it seems like he's one of the earliest adopters, at least, of Orc to make it popular. It's kind of like zombies. You know, the earliest adopter of zombies who, who made the zombies, you know? I mean, zombies had been around for a long time in uh, <coughs> Creole, like Haitian culture, New Orleans, French right. Quarter and stuff. But it wasn't today's zombie that we know and love until uh, George Romero yeah. popularized it. And that wasn't and until the 60s. And everybody's kind of stolen off him a yeah, little bit. They've right. kind of stolen off him to do that. It's kind of like that, I think, with Tolkien. Tolkien, mm-hmm. if orcs existed before Tolkien, he popularized it and made it more well-known and people just kind of piggybacked off that a little bit. So the orcs are all CGI. There's a lot a lot of CGI in it. Some of it's well done. Some of it's a bit iffy. Um, but it's one of those kind of movies like, give it a rental if you like fantasy stuff and you like Lord of the Rings. But wait to buy it because it's not it's not memorable and it's okay. So you said the orcs are all CG, but there's actual actors in it too. Yeah. So it's not like the... Uh, 2007 film Beowulf. No. Did you ever, did you ever watch that with Angelina I, Jolie? I did watch it. Everything, at, even the actors were CG. It was all, it was an animated movie. At the time, that was fairly revolutionary, what they did. It was 07, so that was yes. 10 years ago. Yeah. It was fairly revolutionary what they did because they used all, all motion capture is what that was. Motion capture innovation is what that was. So if you don't know what motion capture innovation is, think like Avatar, for example, where they yeah. would have yeah, That's they would example. have the uh, the actors wearing these suits and they were wearing these like helmet kind of things where they would have these cameras attached to the helmets that were shoot facing the actors and they would <clears throat> they would do their uh, scenes with these things on and that's how they did the animation for. The characters, whenever they didn't weren't using the reactors, like when they were the big tall blue people in Avatar, that's how they used them. That's why the blue Avatar creatures looked kind of like the, the actors. Navi. Were, yes, they, they when they were doing scenes on Pandora with the not everything was CG. Yeah, but they also went back and they showed scenes of uh, Sam Worthington. Yeah, and like Sigourney Weaver talking in the in the yeah. camper. Like yeah, those were regular people. There was none of that in Beowulf. Everything was CG. Yeah. Which, you're right, at the time was very innovative. I mean... It's the way video games are done these days. Really high... Video games that do a lot of cutscenes and they have a high budget, they'll hire actors 
and they'll do motion capture for their cutscenes. And sometimes they'll do motion capture for a lot of the in-game stuff they do. Like, so that's why you see these beautiful, expansive, bright, vivid games out there, and you wonder how can they do all this stuff? They do a lot of that motion capture. That's like the next big thing for animation. It's like when Toy Story first came out. All the animators that were for like Disney and stuff like that, they all had to learn from now we can't just draw anymore. Now we gotta learn how to do computers. Now Great it's example. now the the past like ten years now it's like all these animators had to learn now not just regular animation motion capture Pixar put Disney in its place they did Pixar said Disney you are drawing by hand and flipping a book that animation was from the 1940s it is the new millennium step it's your shit time up time to do things with computer and Pixar just blew them away they did. So step your shit up, Disney. Beowulf, step though, it up. Beowulf, you did get to see Angelina Jolie's CG boobs. CG boobs. CG boobs. So it is what it Let's is. Let's see if they were real or not. I don't know, but CG they, boobs. CG boobs. But I mean, were they an actual portrayal of her real boobs? I mean, well, or... the world may never know. I mean, did she put the blue, like the green things, on her boobs and get in front of a screen? Did they? Did they? Go to that extent. You know, here's my thing about boobs. I mean, it's like, why are so many women ashamed of showing their boobs? I mean, you see a shirtless guy, it's fine. If you see a shirtless woman, it's it's taboo, you know? Come on. Get to the 21st century, people. Show your boobs. There's a fine line Show here. your boobs. I want to get back to the CG boobs here because there's a fine line between, I mean, if Angelina Jolie got up there and had the actual computer-generated rendition of her of her tits that's one thing or if it's just you know completely computer it might as well be anime porn for that fact pretty much yeah stupid yeah stupid yeah come on Uh, it's there's a real fine line here which one is it i mean well i mean well you think about that for a second i mean you say if it's actually angelina jolie's boobs then it's okay to be turned on by it but if it's just regular cg boobs then it you know it's 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 weird it's weird isn't that like a catch twenty two isn't that like isn't that like uh just just saying it's okay for one thing but it's not okay if it's the other even though it's basically the same thing like if nobody ever answers that question is that really Angelina it's a paradox it is if if nobody ever answers that question then shouldn't it still be okay no matter what like let's be honest <laughs> I wish we could get to the bottom of this but. So, Warcraft. We were talking Warcraft. Warcraft. We went off on a tangent. Warcraft. So, um, so you recommend watching it? I recommend renting it. Okay. If you like the fantasy setting, like kings and knights and things like that. If you don't like any of that kind of stuff, you're not going to enjoy it. Don't even worry. I did also watch Ten Cloverfield Lane. I saw that film. <clears throat> yes, you did. Did I'm... we talk about it? No, I don't think we've no, ever we talked didn't. about okay. it. We might have mentioned it, but I don't think we've ever actually talked about it because we didn't see it together. But that's that's a good movie. That's a good movie, in my opinion. John Goodman is brilliant. <clears throat> I love John Goodman in everything he does. He's, he is an American treasure. He is. The day... I hate to say it. I really do, because it might happen soon then, because you mentioned it on the podcast. The day that he passes... Like he gets, he dies for whatever reason. That's going to be like the day Robin Williams died. That's going to be terrible. It's going to be a horrible day because we lost somebody. Like, I don't know him in a lot of things, but everything that I do know him in, everything I have seen him in, I love. I absolutely love his character. And he's great in this movie. He's a fantastic actor. I mean, without him, it's a subpar movie. It is. He really brings it to life. Now, was it directed by J.J. Abrams, or was it just produced by him? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know any who was involved in the producers, directors, or writers, or anything like that. I, know I don't really know anybody who's involved. I know in it's it. produced by him. It's it's his production company, Bad Robot, produced it. But I don't know if he directed The original Cloverfield, did you see that flick? Oh, yeah. It was he pretty, it was pretty good, too. Yeah, it's... Uh, I feel like it was a Godzilla film. It was a found footage. It, Godzilla. it was a found footage monster esque film attack in New York found kind of thing. Found footage before found footage was beat to death like it is now. Yeah. I mean, it was. I, and we know Blair Witch was the start of all that. 
but now I briefly asked you before we started this podcast what you thought of it. And you said you liked it, but you didn't like the ending. Explain that. Of we what? of Ten Cloverfield Lane. You weren't okay. a fan of the ending. We don't need to go into detail. I'd hate to spoil it for people who want to see it, but the ending was, let's put it this way, it was a twist. It's a fairly decent twist in my opinion. I think Do we want to spoil it? I think it could have been a bigger twist. I mean, there's no way to talk about what I liked and didn't like without spoiling it. So, well, I mean, it's give been a spoiler a, alert. It's been out for a while, so <clears throat> I feel like pretty much yeah. Spoiler alert! I feel like we should just spoil it. This is that's your last warning. My silence to shut the podcast off now or fast forward past the segment. At the end of the movie, turns out some shit did happen. Some actual shit did happen, and. Aliens invaded the Earth. Now, if you don't know anything about the... If you didn't see the commercials, if you lived under a rock for this movie, if you didn't see the commercials, basically John Goodman is a character that built a bunker and... He's one of those, like, survivors. Yeah, yeah. And this woman and this other guy is in the bunker with them. And she's not too happy about being in the bunker because... She's pretty much kidnapped. Basically, yeah. And... You had mentioned that you didn't like the end of the movie. You didn't like the result, essentially. I think it would have been cool had she got out of the bunker at the end of the film and there was no monster slash alien attack, which is the reason he justified kidnapping her and bringing her into the bunker because he was saving her from the chaos which was happening outside, all the death and destruction. And at times she buys into it. At, to- at times you're thinking, yeah, it's true. At times you're thinking, well, no, this guy's a crazy lunatic and he's just being a abductor. Is yeah. That, is that a thing? I guess, yeah. Someone who abducts. Kidnapper. Yeah. Um, I, I, I get that. If, and... you would, if she would have got out at the end and found out that there was nothing wrong and he was just a psychopath lunatic who yeah. kidnapped her, I thought that would have been more like a psychological thriller. I, I would have I would have enjoyed that ending. And but it, and she it, gets out and finds out there's really giant monster aliens attacking the world. So and it still was a psychological thriller to a certain extent because you find out that John this John Goodman's character has a past. Oh, He's yeah. got a past that involves criminal intent with children. You never find girls. out. You, you it's it's suggested. Yeah. But you never hear him admit to it. You never find out for sure. Well, they find the photos of the girl that there is missing. There is the scene when he shoots the guy. Okay. And after he shoots the guy and she's crying, she's freaking out because he shot the other guy. And he goes to comfort her and hugs her. And he says, it's okay. It's okay. This was always the plan. You and me. This was always the plan. Originally. He's, that's his line in that scene. So when he takes her, it means that he was planning on kidnapping a woman. She was just unlucky enough to cross his path kind of thing. You know? Right. So there is that scene that happens. But I understand what you're saying. Like, it would have been really cool if it was just psychological. <clears throat> Let me tell you my perspective of it. The reason why I really liked the way they did it. Because the entire time for the movie, I felt there's nothing going on. I thought I predicted the movie from the very get-go saying there's nothing going on. He's just a crazy old man that built a bunker, this, that, and everything. And when she got out and she saw the spaceship that was flying around, that creature spaceship, I was like, I had the same reaction she she had when she's like, holy shit. I was like, holy fucking shit. Like, it's actually fucking aliens. Like, it's real. And the reason why I think it was a, good move on their part because they could turn this into a kind of a franchise kind of thing where Cloverfield was giant monster attacking a city found footage kind of thing is like Godzilla like monster attacking a city 10 Cloverfield Lane however it's connected to the original movie it's not any type of sequel it's it's not anything like that but it just has the name and what they what they can do is they can do the same thing that they did with that and make another movie that's got no connection to it but has the Cloverfield name in it and it could be another outlandish crazy story like that. as in an anthology exactly kind of. exactly they're going to do that that's that's already and that's a great idea that's an amazing Cloverfield, idea it's going to be like the cloverfield franchise not related 
any way, but each movie is, I guess you would say, supernatural in a sense. Yes. Whether it be monsters, sci-fi, things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Just, it's going to be a supernatural franchise in the Cloverfield way of thinking. Not related to each film in any way. Exactly. Which... It's good. It's good. It, Which is a it's, it's a fantastic it's just it's a fantastic idea. And if they do that, they can't do it in a way where it's just some old crazy guy in a bunker, and then she gets out, and everything's hunky dory. If they're gonna do that crazy anthology like that to keep with the to keep with the theme of their movies, they would have to do it outlandish. And I thought it was an amazing twist. I thought it was a great twist. It's like, guess what? Aliens really did fucking invade the goddamn Earth, and they really did do everything. This crazy, crazy old man, you, he's the bad guy. You don't want to believe anything he says. You don't want to believe. you. He's the antagonist. He's the one keeping her prisoner. And even at, there's that short period where they they feel like he's telling the truth, and she they get on his side, and then they find out that he's actually lying about other stuff, and he becomes the antagonist again. You don't want to believe anything he says. But it turns out that crazy bad guy was right. He was fucking right. And it makes you ask the question, would you would you rather be up on the surface fighting the aliens in constant danger or would you rather be safe underground with this crazy old man kind of thing? I feel like it asks that kind of question too. The uh, Can I tell you the part I loved? Yeah. The main character, the female, her name is Mary... Yeah. She, when you introduced her in the beginning, she she was coming out of a bad relationship and she was talking about her her home life with her family. How she was always, neat, like, she brought it up several times, how she was always, like, insecure and just, like, needy. Yeah. And, and John Gooden's character was almost filling that role. He preyed on her and knew that that was her personality. Yeah. So as the movie progresses, when she's able to get free of him and escape, and then, oh, shit, there's a fucking alien, and she's able to do what she needed to do to escape the alien. At the end of the film, when she's in her car escaping, and she there's two paths for her. The one path is like a refugee camp, like a safe haven to go. The other one is to go and fight these aliens. Yeah. And she chooses... She evolves. Her character evolves right then and there. She's like, I just went through some shit. Yeah. I'm a different person. I don't need anybody. I can defend myself. I can take care of myself for the first time in my life. And I'm going to. I love that. I love that. I thought that was awesome. Exactly. I'm a I'm a big I'm a big fan of that and th- and that's part of the reason why like I'd always wondered like are they gonna make a sequel to Cloverfield because it kind of ends on a cliffhanger what happens to the world and stuff like that I love that aspect it's almost Twilight Zone esque it's almost Rod Twilight Zone Sterling esque yes it's very it's very like yes. that where it's like you don't know what's gonna happen I don't know if they're gonna win this fight against the aliens is she gonna survive but you know at the end she comes out of it stronger and she decides to face her fears and to fight these aliens and to go help out the resistance that are taking back the cities that's the reason why i thought the movie was so good so good even the twist at the end so so amazing like it's what the acting like i said we we talk about the acting is great but the story itself and the anthology concept i think is very very it's a very good idea in my opinion. We're going to see some more <clears throat> Cloverfield yeah. films. If they made direct sequels to these movies and like continue the story, they'd be terrible. You'd handcuff Horrible. yourself almost. Yeah. And I'd be okay if all of these films existed in the same universe, but being direct sequels, no. Because you'd need to answer questions from the previous film and they'd have to, they couldn't contradict each other. Yeah. So I don't like the direct sequel idea. More of an anthology or existing in the same universe, I'd be okay with. Yeah. I've ba- to to put it lightly. I'm glad I bought that movie. I don't buy many movies in my in my life. A lot of times I'll just you know see movies, watch movies on Netflix, something like that. This is one of those movies I'm glad I bought. I saw the original Cloverfield in the movie theater. Did you? And it was tough because <clears throat> found footage films are tough to see, especially on the big screen. Shaky camera, yeah. all that stuff. Yeah, yeah it's uh, it really messes with you. So, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. So. 
this is a good show, sir. Yes, sir. We had a good show. It's that time, though. We're, we're at that time yeah. where we, we kind of got to call it quits. All right. But we've had a good conversation. We have. Yeah, we have. Good content. So, Adam. Scotty. You want to you let the people know some stuff, how they can how they can get a hold of Fourier Absolutely. Distraction? If you guys want to get a hold of Fourier Distraction, you can email us at FourierDistraction at gmail.com. We also have a Facebook Search for distraction, like our page, share it with your friends. Uh, we try to post stuff there, uh, on there every now and then. It's been a little lackluster lately, but we're trying to get back into it uh, a little hardcore. We've been dealing with, some, dealing with some personal stuff in our lives, you know, been pretty busy. But um, we also have a Twitter, at Podcast FYD. Uh, follow us on there. Uh, once again, share us with your friends. We're on SoundCloud, obviously, but if you have an iPhone, an Apple user, we are also on iTunes. You can go and subscribe to us on there. Uh, like like us. Give us a comment. You know? The only way we grow is if you guys comment on us and give us five stars. You know, Give us the good likes. Um, we are now on the Be Real Network at BeRealNetwork.com. That's B-R-E-E-L Network.com. Uh, you can head over there. You can check us out on there. Uh, you check out all kinds of different podcasts. We don't have a backlog on there right now. Um, I hope to get some of the uh, older episodes on there right now. But every new episode from the last episode until forever, whenever, either when it ends or when we leave or whatever happens, the end of the world comes and the aliens, aliens come, come attack. Yeah. yeah. Um, We'll be up on that network. So if you guys want to check out the network, check out different podcasts, check out things that are going on, head over to BeRealNetwork.com. <coughs> Scott, do you want to thank our beer of the show? Yes, yes. It was uh, The Grizz, which is a home brew by our friend Pat Lackey. p Lack, thank you for the beer. I gave it a perfect five. I gave it a four, so that's pretty it's, high it's for a, me. It's a very good, very good quality beer, so... Very excited about that. Um, thanks to the guys, the Movie Guys podcast, for setting up the Be Real Network. Really excited about that to get that going. Uh, Pod and Family too. We're we're still gonna we're still gonna post our stuff on there too. But definitely. But the Be Real is really where we're concentrating all of our focus right now. Yeah. So that's, that's we're trying awesome. to we're trying to collaborate with some of these other podcasts on there. Now that we actually have the ability to talk to these guys, we're gonna try to collaborate. Do some stuff, you know, see what's going on on their end, too. So I would recommend uh, on Twitter following the Potter and Family. Still check out some good podcasts. But also go to the Be Real Network's website. It's a great website. I, I, I enjoyed <laughs> playing around with it. Found some really good podcasts on there. Um, hey, Adam. Scott. A question for you right here. Okay. okay. How, how do I word this? Okay. Danica Patrick's boobs or Angelita Jolie's CG boobs? Which ones would you want to see? Danica Patrick's boobs. Dan Real boobs? Okay. Real boobs. What if it was Danica Patrick's CG boobs, Angelita Jolie's CG boobs? Still probably Danica Patrick's okay. boobs. Still probably Danica Patrick's. Okay. 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 Danica Patrick. Okay. All the way. All right. What about you? You ask you ask the question, you answer mm. it. 2016, Danica Patrick. 2003, Angela Jolie. <laughs> there it is. That's for distraction, guys. Thank you guys so much for listening. See ya.